1: Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
2: Did you know that there are over 50 countries that grow coffee? Well, Atlas Coffee Club designed a coffee world tour that highlights the world's best coffees from Papua New Guinea to Peru, Burundi to Brazil. Each month, our subscribers discover a new country's coffee. Go get your first bag of roasted-to-order coffee free. You just pay shipping by going to atlascoffeeclub.com slash unhappy. Now on with the show. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellisai. I am across the country in a separate studio from my producer Barry Finkel. Hi Barry.
0: Hi Matt. I miss you so much, but I'm also just so excited for you
2: because you're currently in LA. Why don't you uh why don't you tell the good folks at home why you're in LA? Well, everybody will know by now who follows me. But if you missed it, I'm currently in LA because on Friday I got to go take over the Harry Styles HQ account on Instagram to cover his show at the forum. (laughs) Yeah, I'm still recovering. So we're actually, we're recording this before Friday, before I actually do this. But I'm in LA getting ready for it. I got in earlier this week. I got to go. I was backstage at the recording of the late, late show with James Corden, because Harry was like a, the guest host. Of course. And honestly, the only thing that matters is that he looked at me and said I was, quote, looking good. So, oh my um, God. Yeah. That's really all oh I care God. about. Oh my God.
0: Yeah. I'm just so excited. You can quit everything now. You can quit your life. You can quit your podcast. You can quit going to the gym.
2: It's all worth it. Well, obviously, I can't give up doing everything in my life, even though I've peaked. (laughs) And obviously, this comes out before the Harry Styles show. But don't worry. I'll give everybody a full update of what happened after the new year once I experience everything tomorrow. So let's get on with this episode. We're going to kick things off with Worst Things First, where I shout about the worst news of the week. After that, we got a special deep dive because it's the 12 Days of Florida. Move aside, classic Christmas carol. There's a new ballad in town. And by ballad, I mean 12 stories from Florida that make us want to scream. And finally, we've got the third annual Grumpy Awards. That's right. It's already that time of year. The time of year when we, at Unhappy Hour, give out awards for the worst people, events, behaviors, all of the worst of 2019. So get ready to get grumpy. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's pass out some awards and start the show. All right. Worst things first. Let's talk about the worst news of the week. First, police in eastern Washington state say a woman got stuck in a Taco Bell drive-thru after driving her large RV through the entrance the wrong way. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) I mean, whatever works. In a shocking turn of events, police suspect that the 56 year old woman, whose name, by the way, is Anastasia Etzweiler.
0: (laughs) Mm, Yes. (laughs) That is also the name on my fake passport. (laughs)
2: It's clearly the fake name that you give to some creep at a bar who's hitting on you, and you don't want to talk to him. Yes, my name is Anastasia Etzweiler.
0: <laughs> my number is one eight hundred. Please leave me alone.
2: <laughs> but yes, in a shocking turn of events, the fifty-six-year-old woman was driving under the influence, according to police, which is surprising, obviously, because I mean, going to Taco Bell while drunk—never been done before. I don't. I've never heard of no, that. No,
0: this is. She is. She's a trendsetter, truly. <laughs>
2: Honestly, eating Taco Bell sober is the surest sign of being a psychopath that there is. If you're eating Taco Bell without being under the influence of any mind-altering substance, you are literally insane. I don't think they should even be able to sell it. You to have you. to get
0: do like a breath test in order to get into Taco Bell.
2: Yeah. You should have to fail a breathalyzer before they can <laughs> legally sell you a single cheesy gordita. Anyway, they arrested Anastasia Etzweiler and she's in jail. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh,
0: hopefully Taco Bell delivers.
2: I have to imagine that prison food is better than Taco Bell. But I'm I am a noted Taco Bell detractor. I know it's shocking given my general state of being <laughs> that I am not pro Taco Bell. I like to eat garbage, but I don't know. There's something about Taco Bell that's just like radioactive. Anyway, shout out to Anastasia. Next, a German travel firm did a survey of hundreds of hoteliers from around the world and found that mattresses in five-star hotels were 8.1 times more likely to get stolen. I don't understand this statistic <laughs> or how it was reported here. What is that? More likely to get stolen than what? Than like mattresses in your in home? In other hotels? Or in other hotels. <laughs> The point that they're trying to make is that, like, people are stealing mattresses from luxury hotels, and the hotels are, like, bewildered how people are getting away with it. So it's, like, one thing to steal even, like, a pillow or, like, a something, a, a towel, a blanket. Yeah. Everybody takes the soap. I remember—well,
0: the soap you're allowed to take. I remember my sister one time told me that she swapped the pillow. She swapped, like, our pillow with the hotel pillow, and I was absolutely scandalized. I was like, I can't believe they're going to they're going to catch us. They're going to catch us and they're going to murder us all. And they're going to lie our bodies on that mattress and on the pillow. And we're going to stay there and we're going to haunt that hotel for the rest of our days.
2: It's very upsetting. It's very it upsetting to me mostly that anybody would bring their own pillow to a hotel to begin with.
0: <laughs> I think we were on a road trip, so we had the pillows for the car. But like we, okay. we never thought to steal
2: the mattress. I don't they're huge. Right. Like how how does nobody see you in the lobby or in the hallway just stealing an entire mattress? You can't roll it up. Casper mattresses come rolled up, but you can't roll it back up afterwards. Maybe they have
0: like those suctiony vacuum things and they bring that
2: with. Yeah. First, you have to vacuum seal the mattress. Yeah. Then roll it up. I'm convinced that it has to be an inside job. Like Ooh. if I were going to do some type of Ocean's Eleven type heist, you'd have to like get people on the inside and then get their help. To cover your tracks.
0: Wait, what if you're really onto something? What if it's that it's like actually a whole drug smuggling thing and people are guests at the hotel. They leave the drugs in the mattress and then the people at the hotel take the mattress full of drugs and then they, and then they sell that.
2: I think you're overthinking this. No, I think, I think just I'm just spot mattresses. on.
0: <laughs> I think I cracked the case and I think I'm going to win a medal.
2: All right. Well, good for you. Apparently, some of the hoteliers, uh, hoteliers, I don't know how this word is pronounced. Definitely hoteliers. They suspect, they suspect that the mattress theft tends to happen at night, so they think they use elevators that lead right to the parking lot. So they just bypass the more public places of the hotels and sneak them out. I—the Basically, the whole lesson here is that I should be stealing more from hotel rooms. Absolutely. Next, according to a new study published in some biology forum, plants let out a tiny micro scream when they're cut from the vine. I will never water my plants again.
0: I I can't I can't handle I kill all my plants anyway. And it's it hurts enough as is. But to know that they are screaming
2: is deeply upsetting. (laughs) I like that your solution is just to let them die instead. Let
0: them die and never get another one ever again.
2: No, you have to give them a swift death by cutting them. No, oh, no. You'd rather they starve to death? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess not. I guess that's more of a low moan. But apparently, yeah, they set up these very like high 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 highly sensitive monitors and they said that plants emit airborne sounds that can be recorded remotely. Like you could hear it in a greenhouse. It's
0: like freaking mandrakes in Harry Potter.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're like one step away from being in the forest in a Wizard of Oz. Where this a, a full blown tree is is just screaming obscenities at me. <laughs> this is this is a case of maybe we don't want to know what these things are saying. Absolutely. Stop giving a voice to inanimate objects so that uh, we have to learn about their horrible opinions about things. Yeah, this is also one of those things that I feel like people who hate, like, vegans and vegetarians are always like, well, what if plants have feelings? And it's like, shut the fuck up, all right? It emits a tiny sound. I don't give a fuck about a tomato. I'm also not vegetarian. I'm just getting ahead of their defense. Next! A man in Louisiana was caught allegedly rigging bingo games to win more than $10,000.
0: You got to get this guy in touch with your grandma.
2: I know. It's my new favorite genre of unhappy hour story is bingo fraudsters. (laughs) It is your beat. Police say that a man was recorded on video at a bingo parlor. Oh, I love that bingo parlor. Mm. I've never never heard it described that way before. Uh, <laughs> he was seen, uh, on video at a bingo parlor manipulating a bonanza bingo game by handpicking the balls he wanted to play and then hiding the winner until he was ready to end the game. I don't understand how... Yeah, how do people not get that? <laughs> but also, like, how do you... Okay, you need this one number, so you hide it, but, like, someone else could still bingo on another number... I don't, I don't quite understand how it, this works. But that's why you're not winning tens of thousands of dollars at bingo. <laughs> I guess so. I'm not smart enough for this. The warrant says that the man did it four times and he won thousands of dollars for three different people, including his sister. Oh, a classic Robin Hood. Well, we don't know this man's <laughs> story. Also, I don't think anybody who's playing bingo is rich. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's stealing from the rich to give to the poor. From what I know about bingo, and I do know a lot about bingo, this, I just don't understand how it got this far. If a ball comes out of the thing, how does everybody not be like, what is, you you can't hide the ball. I'm just saying, if this happened at the place where I've gone to bingo with my grandma, like, this man would be nailed to the wall and flayed. (laughs) So, um, the man was caught on camera, um, Two winners were seen giving him money after the game. So they were like, all right, got him. And now he's in jail on an $11,000 bond. And I love that he was accused of stealing $10,000. So they were like, bond is $1,000 more than we know that you have, loser. (laughs) Really got him. Next, authorities in Las Vegas are on the lookout for a suspect who keeps gluing tiny cowboy hats onto pigeons. <laughs> they should be mayor. No They way. should be
0: president. This is a brilliant artist at work, and I support <laughs> them in every way.
2: Well, there's, like, animal activists in Las Vegas who are, like, trying to rescue these pigeons because oh. they're worried <laughs> There's a local animal rescue and pigeon advocacy group known as Lofty Hopes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this sounds like a group that like Jenna Maroney would set up. <laughs> but they've launched an operation to save the pigeons. They spent a whole afternoon chasing one cowboy pigeon nicknamed Cluck Norris. <laughs> Okay. First of all, <laughs> pigeons don't cluck. They coo. Everybody knows this. So what type of pigeon advocacy group is this that can't even properly identify pigeon sounds? Disgraceful. This sounds like, yeah, okay, no, these aren't pigeon allies. I mean, I'm also a noted pigeon antagonist. What is the word? I don't know. I just don't you, don't. you don't live in New York City and not have a healthy fear and disdain for pigeons.
0: But if all of those pigeons were wearing tiny cowboy hats, would you feel differently?
2: That just makes it worse. (laughs) It's not like I see a cowboy on the street and feel less threatened. (laughs) If I walk into a bar and someone there has a cowboy hat on, unless they're wearing assless chaps, I'm afraid. (laughs) Anyway, so the rescuers at Lofty Hopes worry that the prankster responsible for the cowboy hats may be using glue to attach them, which might harm the birds or impede their vision, so... There are some competing visions of of what exactly is happening here and whether it's a good thing. Yeah, it
0: is a shame that it doesn't have, like... It's not staying on with, like, a little rubber band, you know what I mean? Just because that's also (laughs) cute.
2: I mean, anybody who's ever tried to put a hat on a dog should know that it's not going to stay on with a rubber band. fine. But I appreciate the hope that you have. The lofty hope. And finally, because tis the season an Arizona man is facing charges after authorities say he tried to climb down a chimney and got stuck so sorry Santa (laughs) there's a new lovable breaker and enterer in town this isn't an actual case of Santa Claus going down a chimney this was a man breaking into a vacant house and then um, getting stuck and rescuers found him dangling from inside the chimney with his legs out
0: (laughs) oh no (laughs) (laughs)
2: Authorities were alerted after reports from neighbors who said that they heard him calling for help from inside the house. (laughs) Um, Tucson police say that the home was vacant and that the man was charged with trespassing and possession of a dangerous drug. I've never heard that phrase. (laughs) Why don't they just name the drug? Yeah, just one. You know what that dangerous drug was? What? Christmas cheer. Wow. Just like that. And that's it for this week's Worst Things First. And next up, we have a very special holiday florida theme deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. Deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive, deep dive. All right. Well, it's Christmas time, and everybody knows the 12 days of Christmas, but what everybody doesn't know is the 12 days of Florida Christmas. So, in the spirit of the holiday season, this is the 12 days of Florida Christmas, celebrating the worst that Florida has given us in 2019. Are we ready? Oh, I'm ready. On the twelfth day of Christmas, Florida gave to me twelve cars cleared by a driver who drove off the road and flew over a dozen cars in a car dealership. (laughs) I think this driver got dizzy on a highway and then drove off the road and then launched into a car dealership. And the owner of the car dealership said that they cleared 12 whole cars. Thanks, Florida.
0: Incredible.
2: I mean, someone did almost die, but nobody did. So that's good.
0: Nobody did. So
2: therefore, it's fun. On the 11th day of Christmas, Florida gave to us... 11, which is the time that a man was supposed to be at work in the morning, but he called 911 instead to report an armed robbery so that he could get out of it. Definitely works. Definitely fits. Perfect. (laughs) On the 10th day of Christmas, Florida gave to us 10 days that a man had to spend in jail after oversleeping jury duty. (laughs)
0: That's so long. He could have just gone to jury duty. Honestly, fuck the judge
2: who made this man go to jail for 10 days for oversleeping. That's so long. Judges in Florida aren't even real. On the ninth day of Christmas, Florida gave to us nine suspects accused of using large packs of dogs to lure and chase a bunch of black bears. Are there even fucking what? <laughs> I didn't even know there were fucking bears in Florida. How does this happen? Why are there swamp bears? My cousin lives in Orlando and she's like, "Yeah, we have to keep
0: the we have to keep the trash can lids down otherwise the bears will come." And it's like, "What?"
2: <laughs> that is horrifying. I never right? Do they just sit under palm trees? I don't understand. There should never be... There can't be, like, giant reptile dinosaurs and bears in the same just wild climate. That is for zoos only. We are one bad radiation attack away from Florida just taking out the rest of our country. On the eighth day of Christmas, Florida gave to us... Eight feet of alligator that a man had to wrestle in his backyard swimming pool. That's too big. Incredible. That's too big of an alligator.
0: Absolutely. That's not a floaty. That's not a cute little unicorn floaty that you just hop on and chill with your drink.
2: But also, this man didn't have to wrestle it. All right, Florida? (laughs) When you see an alligator, you don't have to attack it. On the seventh day of Christmas, Florida gave to us 7-Eleven, where a man threatened to bring terror with an army of turtles. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh. A man was sent to a jail in Florida for disturbing the peace by threatening to destroy a bunch of people with an army of turtles. And it all happened outside of a 7-Eleven, which is where all of the best things in Florida happen. So thanks a lot to Florida.
0: Just putting this out there. Would love to see an army of turtles attack something. I don't think it's going to play out the way he wants it to.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I mean, famously, turtles are a pretty fast animal, I would say. Quick. So sly. if I wanted. Any... <laughs> and they fly, yeah. I said sly, not fly. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> no, they fly.
0: Okay, okay, my turn. I want to do one. Ready? On the sixth day of Christmas, Florida gave to us six numbers of hours a woman spent in the ceiling of a big lots to evade capture from police.
2: (laughs) On the fifth day of Christmas, Florida gave to us five Rolexes that a woman stored in her vagina after stealing them from a man she met at a nightclub. Remember that one? Shiro,
0: Shiro.
2: <laughs> yeah, this was pre Hustlers too, and I'm shocked that this was not a an entire storyline in that movie. It should have been. If you're gonna rob a man, you're gonna have to store your junk in your junk. <laughs> On the fourth day of Christmas, Florida gave to us four bean bags that were shot at a man who was wielding a sword. And it still didn't take him down. Incredible. They had to use a beanbag gun to shoot four full beanbags at this man who was wielding a sword.
0: Are we talking like love sack beanbags?
2: Yeah, just a full, a full beanbag. hmm
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Oversized, like something that you would see in a dorm room. That's what the police in Florida use. <laughs> On the third day of Christmas, Florida gave to us three syringes that were removed from a man's rectum who said that they did not actually belong to him and he doesn't know how they got there. Same. Right. You never know what you're going to find up someone's ass and how it gets there. Mysteries all around. But this was one of the many great excuses that came out of Florida. Um, my other favorite was not mentioned here is a man who said that the cocaine in his car wasn't his and that the wind blew it in. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. A uh, classic wind. On the second day of Christmas, Florida gave to us two men who were arrested for forcing an alligator to drink beer. We've been over this. What is with you people? Do not touch an alligator. Do not wrestle an alligator. Do not feed it alcohol so that it could attack the rest of us. <laughs> And possibly my favorite, on the first day of Christmas, Florida gave to us one World War II grenade at Taco Bell. So yeah, this man (laughs) found a World War II grenade, I guess at his house, and then he decided to put it in his truck and drive to a Taco Bell that the police then had to evacuate (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> he just had to get his Taco Bell fix before bringing a bomb in to the authorities. Oh, well, of course. Anyway, Merry Christmas from the people in Florida who never, never cease to disappoint. It's amazing that everybody in that state is still alive. And that was just 12 of the nonsense stories that came out of Florida this year. I hope we'll have plenty more in 2020. And now, please put your hands together for the Grumpy Awards. Alright, so every year we give out our Grumpy Awards here on Unhappy Hour. They are a celebration of some of the worst shit that happened to us this year. So let's get into it. Our first award is for the best animal escape of 2019. First up, we have... Well, this is less of an escape and more of a a thief who helped steal 61 goats worth more than $27,000 <laughs> $27, near a bunch of properties near California's San Joaquin Valley. Again, I'd like to believe that all of the animal escapes here are the responsibility of Fred the Goat, a.k.a. the Harriet Tubman of goats.
0: There's no evidence saying it's not him.
2: Right. It, we don't know that the serial goat thief is human and not Fred the Goat. That is our first contender for a Best Animal Escape. We also have Leroy, the Vietnamese pot belly pig in South Carolina, who was found trespassing at an elementary school in South Carolina uh, several times, and his owner named McGregor Wallace. I don't know why this name sounds like it was from like a claymation film. Because <laughs> it's South Carolina and it's a pig. That checks out. And Wallace and Gromit. Um, Yeah, the owner was cited several times for letting his pig escape city limits and having a fugitive pet, which I love. We also have, of course, the cat who went missing from Portland, Oregon, and who was found alive in New Mexico five years later. Portland, Oregon, to Santa Fe, New Mexico. This cat traveled. He didn't just escape. He went all the way across country.
0: What a journey.
2: But the winner of the best animal escape of 2019 is the vampire bat that escaped from the overhead bin on a Spirit Airlines flight from North Carolina to New Jersey that sent an entire flight into a panic. It was a roughly 90-minute flight, and uh, the bat appeared about 30 30 minutes in and sent everybody into a rage. And I just love that. I love that this bat was so lazy that he decided to get on a flight. And it's amazing that he even survived that Spirit Airlines flight because it's not a guarantee. Next, we have the best fast food story of 2019, the best restaurant story, if you will. First up, we have a story out of Subway, which I think is a strong contender for the place where some of the worst stuff happens. Shockingly, I expected it to be not a subway. I don't know. This was a man in Michigan who walked into a subway. I think if I'm not mistaken, this was a subway inside of a Walmart, which makes sense. Um, yeah. This was a worst things first story, I think in March. But it was a man who walked into a subway, started making his own sandwich, rang up a bunch of orders for other customers, and then stole $20 from the cash register before taking off. So he just worked at a subway for a little bit and then took his pay. Right. What he was rightly owed. Next, we have the brawl that took place over crab legs at a buffet restaurant in Alabama. This is when uh, people started fighting over how much crab legs were left at the buffet. And people started using tongs like fencing swords to battle it out over the delicious sea meat. Police were called.
0: The choreography, you know.
2: (laughs) I love it so much. We have the person who returned a ketchup bottle to a New Jersey restaurant that they said they stole, but then claimed that it was haunted because it brought them a bunch of bad luck. And the winner of the most ridiculous food story of 2019 is this story out of New Mexico of a woman who is facing charges after police say that she ordered food from a Sonic restaurant and then told the server, This one's on God, before fleeing away without paying. <laughs> Hero, hero.
0: I feel like her award acceptance speech would just be, "This one's for God. <laughs> this one, this one goes out to God."
2: Yeah, she better thank God. His God was in that Sonic.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a gorgeous country song. God was in that Sonic.
2: Next, we have the things we didn't think we have to say, but I guess we had to award. First is the CDC saying that people need to stop washing and reusing condoms. <laughs> Wait, what? You can't do that? Barry, we've been over this. We said it once. So many times. And now we're saying it again. Yeah, this was way back earlier in the year when the CDC, Center for Disease Control, had to be like, hey, just FYI, a lot of you are washing and reusing your condoms and that's not a good idea.
0: Sorry that I'm just trying to be environmental, okay? All right, well. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Not in
2: this case. Next, another CDC warning to hedgehog owners saying that they should stop kissing their hedgehogs. Well, fuck me. What am I supposed to do with my hedgehog? Look at it. All I want to do is smooch
0: his little tiny face. How are you supposed to hold a hedgehog and then not smooch his little tiny face? Have you ever held a hedgehog?
2: Um, I don't think I've ever seen a hedgehog in my life.
0: <laughs> really? No, who the fuck just I'd has what? seen I a hedgehog? Her mom, I, had a friend, uh, I had a friend who had a hedgehog, but I think that her mom would, like, you'd, like, wear oven mitts to hold them.
2: Yeah, I still don't know, like, what the texture of a hedgehog is, because, I mean, honestly, the most famous hedgehog is Sonic, who looks nothing like a fucking hedgehog. It <laughs> absolutely has nothing really done for the branding of hedgehogs has done nothing but confuse me Next in the uh, things we thought we didn't have to say, but I guess we have to category is the warning uh, to residents in a neighborhood in Jackson, Mississippi, to whoever was leaving bowls of mashed potatoes throughout the community. If you remember this story, um, residents in this quirky town were reporting that people were finding just bowls of uneaten mashed potatoes scattered on mailboxes, cars, porches. It was very confusing for everybody involved.
0: Someone was leaving or someone was gifting?
2: Someone was just leaving it. I remember there are people... No, who...
0: They were gifting it to all of these people, just just as a nice little present as you're walking down the street and you look to your side and you say, oh, what's that? Is that a bowl of mashed potatoes? I was actually a
2: little bit hungry. I'm not just going to eat random mashed potatoes that I find <laughs> on the ground. I'm not some heathen. A spoonful? Maybe. Maybe. And finally, the winner of the thing we think we didn't have to say, but I guess we have to, is don't leave your baby at an airport. This was a flight taking off out of New York. Uh, The flight had left and the plane had to turn around after the pilot called back and said, um, the flight is requesting to come back. A passenger forgot her baby in the waiting area.
0: (laughs) Uh, That kid's going to have to talk about that in therapy years
2: from now. I mean, this is like truly a home alone shit, but like worse. (laughs) How do you you made it all the way to the airport with your baby. How do you just leave it in the waiting area? I'm still baffled by this story. Anyway, next category, we have the weirdest German thing to happen. I don't know why, but so many weird things came out of Germany this year. First up, we have, of course, the largest gathering of Smurfs in the world that happened earlier this year. That's a thing that didn't have to happen, but a German town made sure it did. Next, we have the rescue workers uh, in a German town uh, who had to be called after a chubby rat was stuck halfway out of a manhole. (laughs) One onlooker was quoted as saying she had a lot of winter flab and was stuck fast at her hip. There's no going forward or back. Same. That describes me getting out of my pants. Next nominee, of course, is the teen in Germany who broke into a Berlin prison in an attempt to win back his incarcerated ex-girlfriend. This was from not that long ago. Remember, they had uh, authorities who said that the 18-year-old scaled a 13-foot wall to get his ex-girlfriend's attention. Eventually, they intercepted him, but he refused to climb back down a ladder. And then they had to call the fire department, and eventually they got him down. And of course, the winner of the weirdest thing to happen in Germany is the entire funeral procession that got super super duper high after they were accidentally served a marijuana lace chocolate funeral cake because why not
0: it's going down in my will that's what's going to happen at my funeral no one will be arrested because one it'll be legal and two it will be a necessity it will be enforced and it will not be an accident
2: i will i promise you i will get super baked at your funeral
0: there's there's no way you're dying before me
2: No, because I will kill you. (laughs) I will kill you, and then I will eat your funeral cake. Next is the Straight Up Dumbass Award. Our contenders are, first, a woman in New Jersey who fell asleep in her parked car in a driveway around 9 p.m., only to wake up at 4 a.m. the next morning to find that her car was missing. (laughs) That, That was that old lady who fell asleep in her car and then woke up. (laughs) And the car that she'd fell asleep in was gone, and she was just on the ground.
0: (laughs) I I need whatever sleep medication she's on.
2: I know. I yearn for that deep of a sleep. Next contender is the man in Tennessee who told officers that he drunkenly broke into a nature center and then tried to play fetch with a wild bobcat uh, only to accidentally allow the creature to escape. (laughs) Good, good, good. Next is the woman in South Carolina who police say stole a vehicle after throwing a snake at the driver and then crashed it through barricades set up for a pole vaulting competition. <laughs> I don't understand anything about that, Uh, but she certainly uh, deserves to be nominated for the Straight Up Dumbass Award. And finally, the winner of the Straight Up Dumbass Award is the man in South Carolina who attempted to cover up the smell of alcohol on his breath uh, when deputies approached his car during a traffic stop by spraying his mouth with Axe Body Spray. Absolutely not. A 49-year-old man who sprayed Axe body who just had Axe body spray on his person and then chose to spray as a it. 49 year old man does no i he should be arrested for that alone <laughs> And finally, we have the Hero of the Year Award. Our first contender for Hero of the Year is the man in Painesville, Ohio, who faced charges after getting into a fight with the manager of a local restaurant. And uh, this was before noon on a Tuesday. (laughs) And according to police, the man in the midst of the fight removed an iguana from his shirt, swung it around his head by its tail, and then threw the lizard at the manager. (laughs) Hero. Honestly, there really are no losers here. Everybody is a winner. Next contender, we have a man in Alaska who was stopped by the TSA after inspectors found moose shit inside of his carry-on bag. And when he was asked what it was for, he said he likes to collect the moose shit and present it to politicians and their shit policies. (laughs) Hero. Hero. Third contender is the nearly toothless woman in South Florida who said that she bit a man who forced his way into her apartment. She didn't have many teeth, but she used her gummy mouth to bite an intruder. Apparently, um, she was a sixty-year, 61-year-old woman who woke up early in the morning to a fire alarm going off. When she opened the door, a man pushed his way inside and kept calling her mama and telling her everything would be okay. And then she was like, with the little teeth I got, I bit him. Shiro. Shiro. Honestly, yeah. Hero, Shiro, all of the above. And finally, the winner of the Hero of the Year Award 2019 Grumpy is the 23-year-old man in Florida, obviously, who faced obscenity charges. He stood up as a beacon for free speech after he was told by authorities that he had to remove a sticker from his pickup truck that read, I eat ass. This was a very important issue. Of the ACLU got involved this year on this. Um taking a break from you know the other important stuff the aclu has been doing this year
0: this is higher priority
2: for them (laughs) honestly i don't want to live in a country where i can't proudly declare i eat ass in public on using any method i want so thank you to this man hero of the year and congratulations to all of our winners of the 2019 grumpy awards it's been a great year for terrible things All right. Well, we're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps all the bad shit go down easy, starting with the TV shows we've been watching this week. Barry, what you been watching? Oh, I've been watching season two of Joe Parra Talks With You. Obviously.
0: Obviously. So for those who may not know or just maybe don't remember, Joe Parra Talks With You is a TV show that I am fully obsessed with. Uh, It's on Adult Swim. It's only 10-minute episodes, and it's just like... Wholesome and lovely and wonderful, but also weird and funny. And it's like it's Joe Parra and then also produced by Conor O'Malley, uh, who's a really funny comedian, also happens to be married to Eddie Bryant. It's it's just it's got Joe Firestone in it. Previous guest of the pod. Um yeah. And I love it so much in the second season premiered with two episodes and I watched them and I uh, fully laughed and then teared up because it was so wonderful and beautiful and made me feel happy. Amazing. Yeah. So that's what I watched. How about you?
2: My Chaser. I haven't been watching a lot of new TV this week, um, but I did see Knives Out and that was amazing. I saw it a little bit before Thanksgiving. But it's one of those movies that is like, you could watch it, you could go out with your fam and see it and like, I don't know, it's lovely for everybody. But it, yeah, it's like a, the, a like, very clue-esque m- like miss murder mystery but very modern. And Chris Evans does some really great sweater acting in this movie. Oh.
0: I'm so excited. Yeah,
2: you just have to see it. I haven't it. seen it
0: yet, but like it's so up my alley. I did make my friends in college come over to play Clue and then watch Clue the movie because I love that movie <laughs> so much. Um so I'm I'm very excited. It's
2: very Clue. I mean, I will see it again.
0: <laughs> oh, I wasn't inviting you.
2: <laughs> okay, fine. Uh what is your non-TV chaser?
0: My non-TV chaser is for something that hasn't happened yet but will be by the time this episode comes out, which is that my sister got married. Yay. And uh, I'm just, I'm very, very excited for that party. It's just going to be like all the music we want to dance to and none of the music we don't. And uh, it's just going to be so fun. She has two wedding dresses made for her by my future brother-in-law's mother and grandma because they're both seamstresses. So she's going to look better than Kim Kardashian. It's going to be great. I'm I'm so excited. It's going to be, Really, just a wonderful day. So, yeah.
2: Amazing. What about you? Well, uh, two. One, obviously, is, you know, just the whole Harry Styles thing. But I will say, uh, <laughs> I've already listened to the full album. and It came out on Friday. And, yeah, I just love it, you know? Yeah. My favorite songs, if you're listening, are uh, Sunflower, Canyon Moon, To Be So Lonely, they're all good. They're all good. And I will listen to it on repeat.
0: They're beautiful. I'm into this uh, this vibe that he's bringing in this album, you know? Oh, yeah.
2: I'm into it. There's also a very erotic uh, pullout poster <laughs> in the vinyl <laughs> that is, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Anyway, uh my other uh chaser, my year-end chaser is everybody who listens to the pod. It's been really great uh to see everybody sharing their like Spotify end of the year things that show how many minutes they've been listening to and seeing unhappy hour being on everybody's lists so thanks to everybody who listens every week oh
0: yeah that was so fun that was it, it meant so much it was really that's yeah. my
2: chaser all right you can't take okay well it. you know what <laughs> fine But anyway, that is it for 2019. We're taking off Christmas and New Year's, but we'll be back with a fresh new episode on January 7th. So thank you for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can head to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get podcasts. Hit that subscribe button, then rate us and review us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, and me, Matt Bellisai. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Music by Hans Dale Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkleberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Bellasite. And you can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter for all the latest podcast buzz. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See ya in the new year. Uh, Bye-bye. 99 podcast episodes in the feed. 99 podcast episodes. Add one more and then we got 100 episodes. That's right. Yay! (laughs) We're almost at a hundred.